What's up, everybody? This is your man, Ryan. And this is Ronnie. And together we are Team, Team Ryoni. Ryoni. And this is the 1111 Podcast. A little bit about ourselves. I'm from Florida. And I'm from Tennessee. We both attended HBCUs. And that connection brought us together. If it wasn't obvious by now, we're a couple. A couple with uh, strong opinions. <laughs> That's one way to put it. <laughs> no, seriously, though. We're here to talk about any and everything. We hear and we see a lot. And we just want to speak our thoughts. That's right. We'll be speaking on things we love, like music and all the crazy things happening in the media. And don't forget, we set the mood for the people. That's where we get serious, goofy, or even a little freaky. <laughs> freaky, huh? I said what I said. Oh, all right. So sit back. Chill out. And enjoy this episode of the, the 1111 podcast. podcast. I only think of you hey. on two occasions. This day. And I... That boy's good. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? How is he feeling? All right, man. We are, man, still in the houses. Um, Day 257 of quarantine. Whatever this is. Uh, year one of the quarantine. DC during <laughs> Corona. <laughs> y'all, y'all, we're during Corona, yeah. We're going to hit that AC1 in about two years. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> got real dark real fast. Yeah, nah, man. We're going we gonna to get out this shit, man. We got to. People but stay your ass at home. Right, please. Just vibe. Like, if you ain't got to go to work. It ain't shit to do out there but die, so don't do it. Anyway, yeah. on the light of music. <laughs> <laughs> We've been in the house, so there's been a lot of music coming out, luckily. Mm-hmm. So, Ryan, what you been listening to? What have I been listening to? Um, Man, it's Teddy Riley versus Babyface. <laughs> let's, let's come back to that. Let's come back to that. Yeah. Let's, um, so, the baby came out with an album. How you gonna talk about my man? Because this album was... um <laughs> Lackluster? Yeah. Yeah. I seen somebody say that. Oh, like, man, it can't be that bad. Like, no, it was... It was definitely some mid, and I don't like it. Yeah, like I, I did like the video he did with B. Simone. Yeah. I actually like that. It, it flowed. Nasty is that. great. That that's a Shanti joint, right? And Meg, yeah, but I think yeah. it's a cheat code because it is cheat code because it's, with it's the a person sample. who it's definitely a cheat code. Like, but I don't I don't really care if it's it was good, great it's good. song. But everything else is was pretty forgettable. Very um, forgettable. Like I keep thinking about stuff, and I'm like, no, that wasn't on. Awesome. So yeah, I love you, baby. So so I'm gonna give it a six out of eleven. Yeah, because I love you. Yeah, I might give it a five because I expected better. <laughs> Learn from this. We were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. Um, but who else came out? So I mean, Tory Lanez. Toronto three. <laughs> Tory Lane's been out here doing quarantine radio and shit. Quarantine, 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 quarantine. Hey, man, that don't be live, man. It, it's just funny. It's just like I mean, it's just entertaining. It is. It's so I don't even understand how he got put off in the first place. Right. But Boosie got pussy lips on live. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Hey, hey, come no, play that, play that twerk for me, play that. Twerk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Boosie, that little nigga, he's funny. Yeah, but nah, Tory Lanez's album though it was it was it was it was good. Yeah, it was I, good. I get I get like an eight eight out of eleven. To be honest, I don't really listen to a lot of Tory Lanez albums like chicks tapes. I do, uh-huh. but like I can't say I've listened to enough of them to form like a, oh this is better than or worse than or yeah I kind of his yeah. stuff just kind of always hits about the same like it ain't terrible. But it ain't like oh, it ain't the best ever. But yeah. it, 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 but there, there are definitely some tracks on there. I can't think of the names right now. But there's some tracks on there that like I immediately was you know bobbing my head. Oh, for like, sure. oh yeah, yeah. They're bops. Yeah. Tory Lanez to me makes good like warm up workout music. <laughs> I don't know. Because mm-hmm. I feel like it doesn't go hard enough for like the actual workout. Like I'm not gonna want to run a mile to Tory Lanez, but I could definitely do like my warm up stretches and so you know. The first 10 minutes before you get to your real workout? No? Okay. Maybe. Fine. <laughs> I mean, that's how you feel. That's how I, you feel. I will stand alone in that. 
Oh, man. Kelly Rowland has a new song out. Yes. Called Coffee. Yes. We've had lemonade. We've had coffee. What's Michelle going to come out with? Communion? No. (laughs) Well, I've seen a couple different menus. I've seen tea. That was the first one I've seen. Coffee, lemon, and tea. Lemonade and tea. I mean, Mm -hmm. I I would rather go the tea route. Holy water. I don't know how. Yeah, holy water is the other thing I see. That's why I said communion. Wine. Yeah, I know. Wine. <laughs> wine. Like, yeah, go with wine. wine if you're gonna go that route. Go with wine. wine. I think you. I think you could do something with it. Cause God can do miracles. <laughs> Turn the water into wine. We can have a fine old time. Hey, <laughs> hey, we about to. Hey, we need. We need to get you signed <laughs> right now. Right now. <laughs> um. No, but hey, coffee is good. And it is it's, And the video is immaculate. I have not watched the video. The video is slipping. just black girl magic everywhere. Like it's just beautiful brown girls. Mm. And I love it. Black women of all shades mm. and like skin tone swimsuits with mother nature behind it. Like it just looks like when there God when God made everything good, he made this video. I'm gonna check that out after we done recording. Um but not the song itself too though, is is I like it. It's nice. Very nice. I give it a, a, a 9 out of 11. I, yeah, 9. Borderline 10. Yeah. 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 Um, Boosie had an album. Oh, Boosie. Let me, Boosie album. It just. Boosie album, it sounds like his IG rants right now. Yeah. Like, like it don't even sound like. It, it literally sound like it, this is some shit that he just been putting together and he just so happened to throw it on something. Yeah, it like it's how he just talking in rhymes. And not it, even it, talking it, in rhymes, like. Yeah, I'm. I don't. I'm not. Even just, rate, I'm not even gonna rate this album, but because he got he got the he got, he got the Corona, uh, song on there. Yes. He got a uh, the uh, Who Can Judge. I song. feel like this would have been better as like a like he should have just made it like a, a funny video out of it like just did these songs on live it would have been like oh you know that one boosie song he did on live because it sounds homemade homegrown like it sounds like everybody know that home that random dude in the hood that's been trying to rap for like 30 years and he got his in-home studio mm-hmm. and he'd be on the corner still trying to sell cds he's not even on soundcloud yet that's what this album sounds like yes <laughs> you tried to it ain't wipe me down it, it, it ain't just, set it off. It ain't. To be honest, I think Boosie has he hit his peak and he been hit his peak. Yeah, and I think that he's trying to still like ride this wave, and I just need him to bow out gracefully. I mean, people still fucking with it, so that's laughing at fucking. you and laughing with you. Or no, some people are still no. We, if I say you fucking with it, that means you're. I don't know nobody who has listened to a Boosie song recently and been like, "Oh, that shit ride." I don't know nobody personally, but I know there's people out there. Because the people that I hold near dear in my heart have great taste. We wouldn't <laughs> dare. <laughs> Speaking of great taste, Teddy Riley versus Babyface. Man, this, uh, well, first of all, after all the technical difficulties from the first night, <laughs> somebody, Teddy Riley. Somebody said that Babyface was mad as hell because he put on his good eyebrows for Teddy Riley to just be fucking up. And <laughs> I died. Well, listen, that, that, that. That that was a very good battle. That was that was I would say that's that's probably the top battle. Lil John and uh T Pain. I I'm gonna put second. But because um, this one has all the bops from like when you was a kid. Like it was the it's the stuff that we grew up on. Right. Or heard after you know But that's what I'm saying, because yeah, it's, it's our it was our parents on, yeah. it was our parents old school and even some of like our bops. Right. And I loved it. Yeah. Who do you think won? Ah man, I'm gonna have to give it to Babyface. Yeah, I think Babyface too. Um, because he he did a lot of stuff. Teddy had a couple of Michael Jackson songs though. Which... It was a couple of songs I didn't even know that they had done. You know? Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. Like I didn't know Teddy Riley did Jam by Michael Jackson. That that was, I, you know, I was sleep on that. I didn't know about Blood on the Dance Floor either. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but ba- I think Babyface got that overall. And Babyface, he he was a segue king during this uh, situation. Babyface is he the said- shade. I feel like he he is our you know because Prince can't nobody shade like Prince. But I feel like Babyface has now like found his space to me as like the new shady person. 
Nah, he not up there. <laughs> no, 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 no. Nobody is Prince, but you know, I'm saying from who we have left of our legends, name one person shadier. Tony I mean, Braxton, but that's beside the point. I don't know. Honestly, I think I've enjoyed the social media commentary. Like I enjoyed the battle, but the social media commentary from it has been mm-hmm. much better than like I've it's. It's funny from seeing like, like I said, Tony Braxton, <laughs> the way she was tweeting about it and like different celebrities, Therese throwing in the towel, not the towel, <laughs> the, towel. the towel. So the funny part about it, I thought he did that on purpose, like, cause it was funny, but then I guess he actually misspelled it. Like. Yeah. And then he came back trying to say, oh, I got hacked. But mind you, yeah. he was like commenting on other people's shit. So you mean to tell me this one comment is the comment that got you hacked? Right. No, sir. So yeah, no, nah, that, that was funny though. Um, but yeah, man, Babyface took that W. I mean, it was close. I mean, and, and some some of these battles, it's preference as far as like which song is better, which one you like better. Yeah. But you know, it's whatever. Ultimately, so, both of them, both of them are legends in their own right. And yeah, because Teddy created a whole new sound, so you can't really like take that away from him. Babyface just you know. Attitude sound made great music, but Teddy like revamped the whole like era. I'm gonna take it to you can do it to the club, but I'm gonna take it to the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Media madness. Yeah. Media madness. madness. So here we are, the Rona recap. Yeah, man, it's been a few weeks since the last time we spoke about Corona. <laughs> if you I, listen to this message, I am gone. No, I'm playing. Uh, uh, um, so, first of all, mental health check. How are you feeling Like with the whole quarantine thing? Like, What are your feelings? Um, being that I have to go in the office because I'm technically an essential worker. Whoop-de-doo. Um, <laughs> every other day, it's still... Uh, I don't know. Everything just feels so blah. Like, you're just kind of going through the motions. You're kind of... Well, I mean, I'm kind of going through the motions. I'm kind of um, just, you know, just existing. Motivation is down a little bit because it's like, what is there to do (laughs) outside of work? Come home to your lovely face, of course. Um, But no, for real, work-wise... Mental wise, I mean, I'm straight. It's just, it's just boring. It's a blah state. Like, it's blah, 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 blah. That's, that's my state. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm getting some good workouts in. So, that's, that's a plus. That's good. I'm what good. about you, sweet cheeks? Um, I'm definitely not blah. My brain is more like, ah! <laughs> That that is how I'm feeling with all of it, and I don't even think the staying home part is the frustrating part. It's just the juggling of it all, because um, you know I am considered essential as well. Which, whatever, I'm not gonna complain because I'm just glad ultimately I can still work through all of right, this. Right, we can pay our bills. Exactly, but um. So now I'm still working full time and now I have turned into a full time teacher and then I'm still like required to have to do still be a mom and a girlfriend like Mm -hmm. through all of this. And I think it's really like, you know, especially me as me, the Capricorn in me, just me, Ronika, I need time to myself. And so you like before this, there really wasn't a lot of time for me. But at the very least, driving, like, between dropping people, like, dropping Amari off at school and going to work or in my cubicle, like, there were times where I could steal moments to just be to myself or have quiet or stillness. Like, I could find that time and that does not exist right now. So, it's been hella stressful trying to balance it all. Yeah. So, that's how I feel. That noise that I said. That noise. That, that, ah! Oh, yeah, yeah. That. Um, sound like DC Youngfly. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, yeah. I, yeah. That that alone time. I mean, me and you kind of, like, like our us time. Because that's an important 
Because sometimes you just want to be left to your thoughts or left to, you know, your books, my PlayStation, something, yeah. whatever, whatever it is. So, yeah, we, we, we got we to gotta work on that. Like you said, um, motivation is down because it's like I'm a, I'm a creative person. And my brain sometimes needs, I need that freedom for my brain to wander and explore. And it's like my creativity is itching to come out, but... I don't know. I feel I feel trapped because I can't. Yeah, well, we, well, maybe we should do. Um, I don't know. Take on some of these TikTok challenges or something. I don't know. We need something to trigger something. We need some. We need oh, a yeah. spark. In case y'all didn't see our Don't Rush challenge, <laughs> it was fire. It was oh dope. yeah, man! Easter edition. Y'all check us out, Team Ryoni, yeah. on IG. So that was something fun that we did during the teen times. Yeah, man, but man, speaking of uh, sanity, mental health, and all that stuff, man, there were people protesting <sighs> downtown. They were protesting outside to go outside <laughs> to to open the town back up. Like, what are y'all like? Are, do y'all these protests are going on around the country. People are protesting to go back to work. Right, and this is why you know. Whenever, I'm going to say, whenever the whites get get upset about black people protesting because we are treated unfairly, because we decide to protest by kneeling and not spitting and burning a freaking flag, when we decide to protest, you know, being killed for breathing, (laughs) When when we protest for all these things that are actually about, like, life. It's inconvenient. It's stupid. We're ungrateful. These people are literally like I don't. I don't. I don't think that they understand the purpose of a protest. Honestly, they don't. don't. They're just doing it because you know that's what other people do to get what they want. But like, bro, you—that's the American way. You're trying to walk into death. Like, literally, it's already it's already people that have to be out um, for a certain amount of time for work or whatever the case may be. You're trying to add to it by just having people out. Like, you go walk in the park. They said that. Walk in the park, stay six feet away from people. Like, there was a video of people blocking, like, essential workers from going to work at a hospital. Because they were trying to say, if, you, if you're allowed to go to work, I should be able to go to work. And it's like, are you, did you, what? Did right. you just, oh, I didn't see that, but <laughs> that is just, stupid. Did you just hear what you said? Like, it, just because your job furloughed you or whatever the case, they ain't got nothing to do with them that nurses. Has, people, people are taking this frustration out on all the wrong people. The issue here is our leadership in the country. That's basically what the problem boils so down to. the issue. It's not, it's not the other people. It's not the people who can work and can't work. Right. Because ultimately, in this time, no one should have to work except for... The people in the hospitals, it makes sense because right, this is a pandemic that affects health. Yeah, you can't. So you can't do anything. Don't about get sick that. during the pandemic. You know, we close. But everybody <laughs> should be able to stay home, and the and the government should find a way to furnish people with food, furnish people with you need to you know bills should not be paid right now from mortgages, rents, car notes, like everything literally just needs to go Freeze. away for just right now. Freeze it. And not put it cuz somebody said the other day they were like, "Why don't y'all just put it on the back ends of the loans?" Like I guess that's one way to do, it, but I just feel like right no, now, you know, don't put people people on. aren't earning because there's no way for you to be able to say this person is earning, this person isn't earning. And you know, plus for as long as this holds out, there's some people who were working and maybe the longer we go, they may not be working anymore. Uh-huh. So it's just kind of like, you know, this whole thing is stupid. And it's all for y'all kind of had a, a hits blunt moment the other day. But I was like, oh, this is for a stupid piece of paper. Because ultimately, do you not remember this? The paper mm-hmm. only hold like money. Yeah. Money only holds the value that we allow it to have. Because yeah. if we I mean, the people, everything. yeah, because if we the people decide that this dollar actually equals a thousand, the zeros are just invisible on it. Then who the hell stops it? Like, so I think people need to take this same energy that they're using to be mad that other humans are surviving or trying to survive, yeah. and put it towards the government who decided that twelve hundred dollars was enough money for people to suffice off of, like. Mm-hmm. It's all so dumb. Protest signs say things like, my body, my choice with masks on it. No lie. I seen it. And I was like, 
Yeah, there was a whole thread of masks. I mean, mass, um, protest signs that was saying all type of stupid, stupid stuff. Stupid like, stuff, and that's and that's what just makes me know y'all y'all don't know how to protest, and y'all y'all should leave it to people who protest about things that are real, not these. Right, like like this is literally and this is literally an all lives matter situation. It for, is. Like, it definitely for, is, and it's just like you know, stay stay at and and that's something else. I saw somebody on Facebook earlier talking about. Y'all need to stop acting like staying at home is easy. People are frustrated. People are mad. People are blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't think anybody has really said that staying at home is easy. Nobody is saying staying at home is easy. But all of us agree that the safest thing for us all to do in this moment is to stay at home. So another sign I just seen, uh, you got to end the shutdown signs. And there's one that says, give me liter." Ooh, shoot. (laughs) (laughs) Give me liberty. Or give me COVID-19. Yeah. What? These are the people, feel- instead of testing these freaking, uh, what is this thing called? The virus, the shots, you know, mm-hmm. the vaccines. Instead of testing it on Africans, which that's a whole nother conversation within itself. These stupid people out there protesting since they want to get out so bad, test it on them. Signs. Land of the free. Open Cali now. Um, Trump 2020. Like, what is wrong with people? <laughs> but here's my thing. Like, y'all are protesting, open it back up. But you're outside. Like, what? where are you trying to go? What is it? Y'all want to be able to go to the movies? Y'all want to be able to go to the freaking mall? Like, like what do you do? Yeah, you're, uh, not, you're not going anywhere, so you don't need the clothes right now. Right. Plus, just vibe. online shopping is a thing. I'm still been online shopping. We've been having so many Amazon boxes coming through here, but they're, it's all for they're, they're still necessary things. So you know, <laughs> you know, it's just people. People are dumb. Folks just don't like the feeling of anybody telling them what to do, even if it's what's good for them. Yeah, because people are naturally rebellious. But like, this isn't like one of those. This isn't a just because I say so type situation. This like. is literally life or death. Stay your ass at home. It's kind of like, I, you know, my favorite meme thus far has been, do y'all remember when Bird Box came out and all of her talking about, <laughs> why would y'all be stupid enough to go outside if you know it's out there? And right. here we are. Exactly. They've been trying to tell us in all these cinematic ways that I mean a zombie apocalypse gonna happen. No, soon. it's not. Stop saying and that. I just, I just hope it's the we're not we're not speaking people. those negative things into this atmosphere. <laughs> that is not gonna happen. COVID is gonna go away. We're gonna be fine. Prayerfully, we get some better leadership in place. Actually, destroy the whole system, and we just need to rebuild it a new way because this shit don't work. Point blank period. What's your move? Ah, ah, turn up. Tell me how you really feel. You mad, bro? You must be mad. Ain't nobody got time for that. How you feeling? Feeling great, feeling good. How are you? We lit! Can I be real with you? 11-11's move. 5, 4, 3, 2. Insecure's back, guys. Insecure. Man, low-key. Um, low-key as fuck <laughs> You just gonna mix the seasons yes. together like that One and three. Hella low-key as fuck Yeah <laughs> Hella low-key as fuck Oh man, but hey, that's 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 our mood this week, man We watched uh, uh, what these, these first two episodes of Insecure mm-hmm. So we just gonna speak our mind First, I'm gonna shout out to Issa Rae As she said, I'm rooting for everybody black yeah, Absolutely But um, Insecure, I feel like, continues to deliver a very Interesting semi-realistic storyline like i feel like everyone can find find things that themselves you relate to. yeah within one of the characters right it's very broad it's a good spectrum but it's still like you know sometimes there are certain storylines that like it leaves you it leaves bits and pieces missing you don't really get closure from certain things people just disappear without notice right. and i think she does a good job of tying it all together especially for it to be 30 minute episodes and this season we're getting 10 episodes instead of the usual eight so oh really that's cool. yeah i didn't know that yeah i'm happy about that you should have listened to her interview before the season started I mean, what type of insecure fan are you one that watches the episodes <laughs> all right um so episode one loki yeah oh it was a good start of episode yeah <laughs> good starting episode 
It um didn't it start with her saying she no. don't fuck with Molly? No, no. Well, yes, it and, does. Then, and then it like re loops yeah, around it or whatever. Back. So, the, so the very first thing we hear is you know basically I don't fuck with Molly like that, and so you know that automatically puts everybody on. Whoa! Yeah, what, what happened? happened? Like, although we could kind of see it coming, but I mean, in the previous season, well, okay, so before this season came out, did you have any like thoughts of how things were gonna go? Not really. Um, nah, not quite. And to be honest, it's been a while, so I kind of it's been a whole year. Yeah, so I kind of forgot. I, I should have rewatched season three. Yeah, but I didn't, so I didn't have any real high expectations. Oh well. Not expectations, but um, predictions. Um, predictions. There we go. Okay. All right. There you go. See, that's why. That's why you're here. Yeah, that's yeah. right. All right. Complete you, even your sentence. Did you have any predictions? Um, my only prediction was I did. Okay, so I see Tiffany. I think Tiffany eventually is gonna go off the show somehow, because I think she's gonna have her baby, and I think it's just gonna be that you know the friend that has the baby, and sometime kind of disappears because now she kind of has a different life than everybody else like it was already different she was the only one that was married mm-hmm. now she's the only one married with the baby and i think that's going to kind of be how she gets written off so i i think we might be seeing the end of tiffany Maybe. um kelly is kelly in i really didn't have no predictions for her um i don't know for some reason though like even though i know daniel and Issa was like fuck this i'm out I feel like she's never really done with Daniel. Just like she's never really done with Lawrence. So I'm 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 kind of waiting on like I think Daniel is basically going to come back and be like, "I'm sorry. I love you. I want to be with you." And somehow I think he's going to come back at the same time as Lawrence. And I think it's going to end up being kind of like a choice between the two of them at the end of all of this, whatever the ending is, cuz it just kind of comes full circle yeah. since after they bought a couch, Issa decides <laughs> to go cheat <laughs> with Daniel. <sighs> That damn couch. It gets me every time. It just pisses me off so much. You shouldn't have bought the new couch if you knew you was finna go fuck some. You should you fuck them before you buy the new couch. No, you just don't fuck them, or you break no, up. No, no, no. Lawrence fucked up. Okay. Yeah. So that equates. She should have left. Oh, oh, that's different. So you didn't answer my question. No, but leaving, him fucking up. No, leaving would have been when I was at Molly house and I didn't contact you for three days, and then I'm gonna go fuck somebody else. We're not gonna talk that's about not, toxic traits right now. Back to <laughs> this season. So yeah, so the episode starts off and we see Molly and Issa on a self care Sunday shit. Right. You know, positive vibes only, positive energy. Mm-hmm. They're doing the damn thing. Molly seeing. And Molly Eason. Molly Eason. <laughs> I right. just made that up. I know. <laughs> Isalian? Nah, nah, keep going. Nonetheless, <laughs> stop trying to make fetch happen, right? So you see them on their self care tip. And then we even see like a clip of them, you know, when they go shopping and Issa's returning things because she's trying to make sure that her wardrobe stays up to par. And yeah, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> There and that's relatable. I've never been that person because I'm messy and I know I always mess it up. You know me, something always drops bloop right here when I eat. Right. But um, I know people who that has been their story and God bless you. Um, that's just too much energy for me. Yeah, be trying to hide the tags or somebody accidentally. Oh, you got the tag on it. Pop. Right. Done. Like. God damn it. <laughs> you owe me nine hundred dollars. <laughs> But the biggest bomb of this whole episode is obviously Condola. Condola, for those of y'all who may not have seen these episodes. Oh, yeah, sorry. Spoiler alerts, guys. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's too late for that. But um, Condola was who Issa had met at Tiffany's baby shower. And she kind of pitched her whole idea about the block party that she wanted to do. And her and Condola are working together, doing the thing, okay? So... Issa goes to meet Condola at work and they're kind of discussing things about it and then in walks Tiffany. So we're like, oh, Tiffany and Condola, co-workers, cool. Um, and so then Condola starts talking about her new boo. Because mm-hmm. it was like some flowers or something. Right. And Issa was like, oh, okay, babe, new babe. And then Tiffany kind of sparks, like you see this look come on Tiffany's face and she was like, you mean from the bay that you said wasn't really a bay and we said we was going to yeah. leave him alone and now he's cool. 
And it was like, yeah. And they come to find out Condola's New Vegas, Lawrence. So I'm going to stop right there. Do you think Tiffany should have told Issa about Condola and Lawrence? So, okay. So in that that moment, that scene, it sounds like Tiffany thought Condola and Lawrence weren't really a thing anymore. Like, it sounded like, I thought you weren't really fucking with me. Okay, but think about beforehand. Not at that moment. I'm saying before they got to that moment, uh should Tiffany have told her homegirl Issa that this chick that you met that I know you're working with had a small thing with Lawrence? Um, I don't know. It depends on... Okay, let me think about the show specifically. Okay. And no. If she no, if she thought that it was like a one time thing and done, or they were they like they tried something, they was left alone, and it was like nothing else was going on after that. I would say no because it don't really matter. If you knew that it was gonna be something serious, like uh, if she knew that there was like about to be in a relationship or whatever, then yeah, she probably should have told Issa beforehand. Um, but just the way she pre- asked that question makes me feel like she didn't think they were doing anything. So in that case, I mean, it's like. It, sh- it shouldn't really matter that much. And plus, it's not like she met through Issa. Condola met Lawrence through Issa or nothing like oh, that. Oh, right, right, right. Right, you know what I'm saying? So, like, oh, that's you're, getting, of... you're getting to a whole nother, oh, nother question. God. You got to say with this question. I'm oh, sorry. So, no. if Well, if, if she knew that there was actually going to be a thing, then, yes, she should have told Issa. If she thought that um, they was done, like, they flirted, maybe went on a date and left it alone... Then no, she didn't. So really even though to Tiffany Issa. knew that Condola and Issa are working close together, yeah, she she shouldn't have told. Um, nah, she should. Oh, you talk about in the office? I thought you talk no, about no, beforehand. No, 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 before beforehand. I'm saying. Oh, before I mean, no, yeah. she ain't. But she knew. But she already knew. But she knew Condola and Tiffany. I mean, Condola and Issa were working. Together. Right, right, right. So even though in the office at that moment. I'm kind of I'm on your side. Me personally, I if I was Tiffany, I wouldn't have said nothing. Because there's really, no point in me telling yeah. you nothing if it ain't nothing to tell. Right. Exactly. But in that moment, I do kind of appreciate that Tiffany was like, "Listen, they met at my baby shower. They went on one date, but I thought it wasn't going to be a thing. Sorry, I didn't tell you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the moment, she I actually was on her side with telling because that awkwardness of dragging that shit out is just is never good. So like, get it out there so you can. Get through it however you got to get through it. Right. You can make your decisions. <laughs> now, here's the next thing. Mm-hmm. Do What's you next? think that you could, like, date somebody? Or how would you feel if, like, me, when we were first starting dating, I started working with your ex? Like, on a project or whatever. I mean, to be honest, if, if it wasn't, like, if it was... If it was coincidence, like this situation, because this was all legit coincidence, mm-hmm. like, Condola ain't know nothing about Issa, Issa ain't know nothing about her, Lawrence just so happened to be the dude in the middle, uh, me personally, I wouldn't, I wouldn't care, as long as no, like, petty shit is happening. I feel like we're adults and we can mature through that shit, like, you should be able to be mature enough to be like, alright, we was once a thing, but we're not. We hooked up on something completely irrelevant, like nothing to do. This you're not a rebound. You're not, you know what I'm saying. We this is us yeah, moving that on. Was, that was the other chick, Tasha. Yeah, Tasha was a. <laughs> I wonder if she'll ever come back. Probably, Probably not. Probably not. She got um, other things to do. Right, but yeah, she um. So yeah, I mean, I, I, I of course it'd be awkward initially at first. I mean, you you can't avoid that. It's, it's always gonna be awkward, but um. Nah, I, I, I wouldn't mind as much. I was going to keep going, but that'd be skipping the episode too. So. All right. So, <laughs> within the same first episode, we also see Molly. Because like we said at the beginning, it starts on this self-care thing. Molly. So, then we see Molly with Andrew. Andrew was the guy that she met at Coachella from last season. Mm-hmm. Asian guy. Yeah, the Asian, Asian Bay. Asian persuasion. And they were like, they went on like a date bowling or something like that we saw them on this date yeah and we see them smash and all this other kind of stuff so when you first saw that like molly and asian bay what did you think like just at the beginning like when you saw oh shoot she dating asian bay um i was thinking i was i was well okay dating yes this but like not i didn't think they were in a relationship yet i thought they were just like you know going steady yeah 
going steady. Um, but yeah, nah, yeah, that, that's exactly what I thought. Like, and um, so I mean, I didn't really think nothing more past that. Actually, because I guess they're not going steady. They are just fucking around. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so. No, nah, I mean I never think much more of it. I mean they just, they 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 they're getting cooler. They get to a point where they can probably go forward with some type of relationship if they wanted to. Some type of ship. Yeah, some type of ship. They're they're boarding the ship. Right. Okay. They had a dock. So we see that this situation happens, and you know, blah blah blah. So then let's move forward because Issa throws a block party. Right. She throws this. <laughs> Issa throws this block party and she does it at her apartment complex or her building or whatever you want to call it. Right. And like their courtyard area because, you know, Issa's about a budget. And since she's the property, like the super, basically. Right. She can do that. Right. So, yeah, she used it. Her brother (laughs) is the DJ. Don't you remember? It's so funny. Mm -hmm. The neighbor. Well, your brother is cute, girl. He gay. (laughs) And so is his daddy. (laughs) I can always count on the neighbor. Legs or titties? Titties. <laughs> See? Everybody <laughs> loves titties. <laughs> she cracks me up every time. But um, but nonetheless. So Issa starts having her like get together or whatever. And this is the first time, you know, her and Condola kind of see each other after they know. the awkwardness. Yeah. And it's still very kinda awkward. It's just kinda like, alright, I'm gonna go uh let me go see a man about a horse over here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so while the mixer is going on, it seems like Issa is, you know, talking to different, because this is trying to get like donors for her block party. And it seems like Issa is giving different people different stories about what, yeah, about what the block party is. Because don't you remember there was that one particular scene where she was talking to the woman Condola had brought to her, and she oh, was yeah, like, yeah, So, yeah. what exactly specifically is this? Yeah, so you know, Issa's still feeling awkward about whatever. And while all this is going on, Molly on the way to the function also finds out that Andrew is seeing other people, right? And after that, she, and he was under the impression that she was too, and she Let's said, Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Him. No, she's lying. All the while, Molly Fong is dry as the broken pussy from season one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is not working. And so now, immediately, Molly goes cold on Andrew. Like, hella cold. So now, how do you feel about Molly and Andrew's dynamic? I mean, I feel like you should have been had this conversation Molly if that's what you, like you, know, you you it wasn't really a conversation though was it no I'm saying you should should have had the conversation it wasn't a conversation oh yeah so she should have had that conversation so like I mean you can't you you assumed that that's what she did she assumed she was in some type of situation when she was in another type of situation the man ain't really dis, he hasn't really disrespected you he ain't really lie no, he didn't lie. He told you the truth. He yeah, he asked. told you he, he didn't lie. He he's uh pretty much been open with you except for like his um letting letting him in letting you in emotionally or whatever. But that's a whole different that's a different thing than him lying to you about like him going on other dates or all this other crazy. Like you assumed and Assuming when you assumed out of you and me. So um yeah, like she was like just in her feelings, not feel like she kind of put herself there. Yeah, I agree. So back to the block party. It is tanking. Somebody comes to Issa to let her know that the porta potty is broken, and people can't use the bathroom right now. Right. And at the same moment, her brother gets a request from the neighbor with the titties. It's like playing my neck, my back. Ah <laughs> oh, man. That was that was funny. That was great comedy. If that was my brother, I probably would have choked him out at that exact moment. <laughs> now, mind you, these are like a lot of the prominent like blacks around LA. Right, right. These are moment. prestigious people. Yeah, and so my neck, my back. <laughs> it is not what you do to for a donor mixer. That ain't it. Yeah, yeah. Stay mainstream. 
throw some old school in there. So You're then good. Issa comes and she, uh, you know, she saves the day, basically. She does right. her thing. She gets on the mic and she's pretty much like, listen, I know I might have told some of y'all X, Y, Z, but this is what it is. This is what I want to do. Thanks. And they end up raising the money and everything ends up going good. Right. Yay, Issa. So now we've seen Issa go from, you know, sleeping on the couch to literally like, Making her her shit shake basically, right? And so Issa's growth from like season one till now has been oh, it's been great actually, immaculate. Yeah, it's been, it's been pretty good. I mean, she got some she's been in some shitty situations, but uh, yeah. And she's even getting dicked down by TSA, Bay. Is she? <laughs> I mean, um, they, they found a way to make it work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, the end of the episode was Molly, of course. Mm-hmm. Because after she's been cold to Andrew since they've been at the function this whole time, sending him to get drinks and not talking to him, and mm-hmm. then told him that she could catch a ride home, so leave. Right. So then Molly and Issa are talking, and Molly was basically on some, I thought we said we wasn't kicking it with Condola type. Right. Junk. And then she also tells Issa, you know that your life ain't always got to be this messy, right? When there's actually no mess... Yeah. In this situation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, of course, yeah, but like, at this point. At this moment. So, do you think Molly was right in telling her friend this tidbit of information? Um, let me, how, how should I put this? Um, Say it however. You ain't, why are you being politically correct? And, <laughs> I want to I make sure I, I'm saying what I mean. That's, I don't care about politically correct. Um, Her intentions, like keeping it real with your friends or whatever, is one thing, right? You want to be blunt to them, make sure they or whatever. But then, when there's like an underlining of hate, or like, um, I don't know, just because you in a in a bad place, you kind of threw off that negative and threw that negative energy towards her, and that's the part that I don't agree with. Um, so like, even if she legit thinks that it's a messy situation, she. I don't know. I feel like it's a little immature because all people hear is she's dating your ex. You can't be cool with her. And I think as adults, we should be more than mature enough to handle the situation, especially when the situation didn't come off, come up off of no petty rebound stuff or, you know, he was cheating on you or her. Like y'all have nothing to do with each other. Y'all met as legit friends and then. At the same time, they also met. It was yeah. literally at the same time. Like, yeah. Condola met both of them on the same day. Like. Right. So, like, it, it was just a bad coincidence as far as the relationship parts go. But ain't ain't no ain't no mess. And then she and the way she was act, reacted to it, Condola. I mean, when she found out, she went back. She had to stop and think about it because she liked Issa. Like, there was thought behind this. And like, she, she talked to Lawrence about it. She was right. like, "So I'm working with your ex girlfriend." Like, right. It wasn't no shadiness, no pettiness. So, I mean, I feel like until you show, like, until y'all come to, like, a crossroad or something, like, y'all cool, like, and I think y'all cool thing, until you ain't. Yeah, and I think people are forgetting, ultimately, if nothing, like, people are like, if this is just about business, then they don't need to be meeting outside of business. And I'm like, people forget that, like, that's part of business. business ain't just boardrooms. Plus, for business partners, just because I laugh and kiki with you doesn't mean we're not business partners. Right. And, like, I'm telling you, I pushed my man booty button last night. Last, last episode, too. But still. <laughs> Like, I don't know. It, it's crazy. So, episode one ends, and I think we can already kind of take a, a a glance into, hmm, kind of understand now mm-hmm. what's going to transpire that's going to make Issa not mess with Molly. Right. So, yeah. I liked it. Episode two. Dun, dun, dun. Um, dang, how did episode two start? Oh, you want me to say Yeah, I'm I commentated episode one. I, I know. thought you were well, episode I mean, two. Um, you do a great job at that. You go ahead. I'll just, I'll, I'll join in. Come on, let's go. Okay, episode two. Damn, I can't remember how this one started. Did, what did it have a second? What is, were her and TSA Bay? Oh, yeah, I think so. Did, did, was that the opening of the scene? Sure. And his booty button. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Logistically speaking, I'm still trying to figure out how long Issa Arms got to be to be able to reach around and hit his booty button. Because she was like halfway down his back at first. Yeah. Her arms like barely. No, he was like, no, my booty, you know, my booty button. (laughs) She she had to like inch over. Anyways, that's what's up. And then the condom got stuck. Yeah. Poor Issa. And the condom fell out on the, the mirror. That was funny. Yeah. Oh, the lost condom in the vagina. Duh. Yeah, let's keep moving. I don't want to talk about that. No. Right. <laughs> so then we kind of move forward, and you see um, Molly at work. Yeah, Molly at work. So if you guys remember, um, Molly was. <laughs> Molly originally, when the season or when the series started, she used to work for a very prestigious, uh, mostly white firm. You know, as always, being black and being a woman, she was at a high disadvantage because of the good old party thing. She was often overlooked, overworked, underappreciated. Under- she was a black woman. Yeah. So, right. so she left and she ended up going to a black firm. And when she got to the black firm, she turned into that irritating, like, you know, at my old firm, we used to. <laughs> oh, you guys use a such and such, but isn't such and such so much easier? Well, you know, at my old firm, we used to want, want. Yeah. But in the process, um, Molly ended up kind of messing over some people, basically. And so Torian, we see him here with her, like in the boardroom. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about this particular case. And Torian is, you know, explaining what's going on. All the while, Issa is making... I mean, not Issa. Molly Molly. is making faces like she just itching to say something. So, you know, they asked, Molly, do you have anything to say? She was like, nope. I was just... I just thought I saw a window washer. That is just such a dangerous job. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And so, after it was over, Torian basically rolls up in her office, shuts the door, and is like, why didn't you say something? Yeah, because she knew something beforehand while yeah. he was talking. Because she saved him time. Exactly, because yeah. the um whatever the account they were working, she had previously worked it at her old firm. And so he's just kind of like, if you got something that's going to help me, just say it. Now, one thing I didn't realize was, think about, well, we don't really know how much time has truly elapsed between like where last season ended and this season picked up. Yeah. But Molly just now finally kind of acknowledged that she screwed up. She was like, "Listen, I'm sorry for what I did to you." And I, I don't think I it was a lot up. of t- I don't think it was a lot of time. But past. to me, that's something that she should have immediately been like, I fucked up, I'm sorry. It's at least been a week or two or something like that cuz I feel yeah, like yeah. for Issa to have gotten the things together that she was able to get together to start working with Cadola in episode one, it's been two weeks to a month. Like, yeah. and I feel like that's too long for screwing somebody over and being in the same space without apologizing, you know? Yeah. So here again, we see Molly hasn't really, uh, well, I will say that she now, I guess she is trying to figure out a good way to navigate through it. Because her way was just to not say anything to Torian, I guess, to make sure that, you know, he didn't feel like she was trying to overstep again, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I say much. she tried here. It well, was the wrong try, bit. but she yeah. tried. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I try to, like, you know, I try to root for Molly in the work environment because everything else, I can't really... Root for it. Right. So she got a nice house. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, she better. She lawyer. That means. Well, I mean, uh, in in the nice law firms or whatever, she making money. So that's that shouldn't be the issue. Um, but yeah, like I was rooting for you, job black woman. Yeah. You know, treat yourself right. Woohoo. Yeah. But um, yeah. So, also in this episode. Issa and Condola finally iron out the Holy elephant in the room. Right. They were just kind of like, listen, I like you. You're great. I'm great. We're great together. Let's squash this. We can all be fine. Right. And then they were like, because I'm not going to let a man that eats mayonnaise with his french fries come <laughs> in between us. And it's like, oh my God, why does he do that? <laughs> and so then. Best friends forever. Yay, Condola and Issa. <laughs> And so then you see Condola talking to Lawrence about it because, oh, they were at a restaurant and he had ordered some fries and he was like, hey, can I get some mayonnaise? Yeah, she Which then makes her start laughing. And he's like, 
was so funny. And she's just like, oh, well, you know, earlier, me and Issa was just talking about how you eat mayonnaise with your fries. He's like, yeah, y'all, y'all was talking about me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what else she say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what you, yeah. <laughs> this is exactly what he's talking about. <laughs> Why does that sound like one of the Harry Potter characters? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> On the game. <laughs> uh, nonetheless, um, you know, and clearly you can see, uh, you know, Condola basically tried to tell him, like, it was, it literally was nothing. Like, we, we didn't say anything else. It was just a joke. Right. It was done. And I hope you're okay with it. And then, whoop. No, fuck, I'm not okay with right. it. <laughs> and now we got Chad. Chad is back. Everyone's favorite toxic light skin friend. Right. Horrible advice. <laughs> he, I can't think of one good piece of advice he's given so far. The only thing was when Issa cheated and he held the door drinking the soda pop and didn't let her in to talk to Lawrence. It's the mm. only good thing he's done, literally. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole <laughs> series. He's there for comic relief. Yeah. yeah, I mean, which is fine. So, here we go, Ryan. Back in this situation. I'm working with one of your exes. And I come home and I tell you, oh, yeah, because we were just talking about how you like to eat barbecue sauce with everything. <laughs> how you feeling? I'm, 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 I'm kind of feeling how Lawrence was, but I'm not mad or upset. Especially if that's, if that's legit the only thing I talked about with food or whatever. I mean... That's not really a. Um, it's not. It's not. You know, deep dark secrets. So no, <laughs> nothing wild. You know, nothing too personal or whatever. So, I mean, I'm not really that mad. I would, of course, it's gonna raise an eyebrow, and I probably would be like, "Hey, man, just don't." You know, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't got to keep talking about me. Name <laughs> out your mouth. Right, but um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have been as mad at um, as as he was. Cause he, but but the reason he was mad though was because he he felt like Issa would be like, you know, say his negative traits traits and all that stuff, or why they broke up and all that stuff. And I feel like, I don't know, I just wouldn't be in that. I don't know. You don't want people to talk bad about you, so I understand that. But I wouldn't be as heated. Mm. I just wouldn't care though, because mm. that's me though. <laughs> I mean. First of all, I felt like it was kind of arrogant of Lawrence to just feel like, out of all the things in the world for us to talk about, you think we literally finna sit around, eat bonbons, and talk about your ugly ass? Well, I mean, no, I don't I don't think that's how he took it, though. No, I mean, he took it as, you know, if y'all were willing to laugh about my fries and mayonnaise, what else are y'all bonding over? Like, I mean, yeah, but you don't, we don't know how long that conversation was. I mean, from his perspective, you don't know how long that conversation was or I mean, why, that, that, why that even came up. Or, you know but I'm that's saying? my point. If I just told you we laughed about you eating mayonnaise with your fries and that's all we said, like, it shouldn't be a big deal. Yeah, I mean, it shouldn't be. After you said that, yeah, yeah, you're right. I think Lawrence's main concern is that Condola's going to find out that he was a bum nigga. I think, I do think Lawrence has grown post Easter thing because I do think he's seen the error of his ways and he's trying to do better. Right. But, um... Where is he working now? Has he mentioned that? He's yeah, he's at that tech firm. Oh, that's still, okay, with the apps. Yeah. Okay. Alright. So yeah, so I just think that he uh he just don't want Condola to look at him in a negative light. Because he knows right. how he treated Issa was not correct. And she has a lot of things that she could say. <clears throat> but I feel like Issa isn't the type of person now I would be concerned that Molly or Tiffany might say something to her yeah, about yeah, me. Her, yeah, her, I would definitely be more concerned about But her I feel like Issa, from what I've seen of Issa's personality, I haven't really seen her be like... She's not going to be petty like that. That's not... Not without cause. Yeah, not, yeah, you, you have to like... Provoke it. Yeah, exactly. But like, in a general sense, you know, and plus, plus she knows that she fucked up in their relationship, so it's like... It's just a thing. Yeah, so... <laughs> so people are saying that they don't think Molly and Issa are over each other. Who? You said no. Molly. Lawrence, Lawrence and Issa. And Issa um, each other. Uh, you, for that type of relationship, um, you get over the relationship, you get past it, but, I mean, that don't mean you want to, like, see the other person suffer. Like, if, I mean, in their case, I mean, they, she cheated and all that, so there could be some resentment, but for, like, in a normal couple state, some people break up, go their separate ways, because they wanted to break up and go their separate ways. Like, you could still, like, you know, wish them luck. 
wish them the best. You know, like, I don't, I don't have to like hate this person. Good luck, Chuck. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like people, people make it seem like, um, you know, people say that with the exes, um, the example of what you don't need or whatever. Sometimes it's. I mean, yeah, we didn't work out, but that don't mean you might not be good for somebody else, or that don't mean I want you to jump off a fucking bridge or something like. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> like yeah, people people be taking that shit to the extreme. Yeah, not every ex, but some exes though definitely face first. Nonetheless, um, right. So now Molly, Molly has an issue now with Andrew for not opening up. So we see them like at a um. What was it? They went to like a restaurant to eat or something like that. And he had mm-hmm. a phone call. He took the phone call. She was like, oh, yeah, go ahead and take the phone call. He takes the phone call and he comes back and she was like, is everything okay? And he was like, nah, but it's going to be. She was like, I mean, do you want to talk about it? And he was like, nope. Yeah, he said it was work stuff. Yeah, but she tried to pry and probe about it and she didn't. So then we go to <laughs> the friend group packing Halloween bags. Mm. With broccoli toothpaste and shit. Like, who does that? Broccoli toothpaste? You missed that part? I must have blinked my eyes too fast. You had to, because the things, they were like stuffing it with like healthy treats and snacks Mm. and stuff. Okay. Yeah. So you have, you know, Cleopatra over there, and then you had uh, Baps. Oh, yeah, Baps, yeah. (laughs) We had a Clover and we had a Jigaboo. So, you know, all the black classics. I love it. Right. I liked it. Shout out to y'all. And, you know, they're sitting there talking and they basically try to tell Molly because Molly starts talking about how Andrew's not opening up mm-hmm. and that she doesn't like that he's not opening up, blah, blah, blah. And they pretty much tell her, girl, you know, you've done something wrong with everything. Yeah. Or no, just give him a chance. That's what they said. Because, cause, you know, but yeah, because they were just like, he gives good dick. He's got a good job. Da, da, da. I'm not seeing the downside. Just try. Just do right. it. Just blah, blah, blah. Go for it. So Molly decides then that she is putting the cookie on pause. <laughs> so at this point now, she's not doing any more like cooking. Mm-hmm. And so her and she tells Andrew that she wants him to come over to her house. And he's like, but I got tickets to go see some walker. And she's like, that's cool. But I think I want you to come to the house. He had those tickets before that day, though, right? They they planned that, right? Well, I don't think she, they planned it. I think he, like, procured the tickets and was telling her at the same time. I know, you know, because she was just like, well, we should just stay home. He's like, but I got tickets to Summer Walker. Yeah. So I don't think it was necessarily pre-planned, but I think he might have already had the tickets and he was just deciding to take her, I think. Okay. And she was like, no, I just want you to come to the house. So he comes over. Even though he clearly wants to go to the Summer Walker thing. Right. And she starts making her salty-ass gumbo. First of all, I didn't even know Molly could cook. I don't think we've seen or heard anything about Molly cooking. Yeah. I don't. No, nah, I don't know. I can't remember. No. I don't think that's important, though. <laughs> well, she's cooking for him, so I guess that's That is important. That is significant. I'm sorry. And so they're cooking, and she invites him over. And, of course, he starts trying to cozy up, nuzzle up. And she's like, mm-mm, none of that. We're just... <laughs> Eating food and chilling today. And, and he, he was cool with it. Yeah. So he goes and they start eating and they chilling. So Molly starts opening it up, showing him baby pictures, talking about her life in the old country and all these other kind of things. And Andrew's just like, oh, yeah, that's nice. That's cool. That's great. That's whatever. And so um, Molly Molly said something to him about Disneyland. Like, y'all live so close to Disneyland. I'm sure y'all went all the time. And he was like, nope, because my sister doesn't do well with large crowds. And so she's like... Well, what's wrong with your sister, basically? She tried to pry, and he was like, no. No. And she was like, you never let me in. And he was like, there's always a problem with you. I'm going to the concert. Well, no, she said, (laughs) you still can go to the concert if you want to. And he was like, bye. Yeah. So he dips. He goes to the concert. And then we see... Lawrence comes and shows up to Issa's house. Yeah, that part was funny to me. Because he said, he takes come outside. And, and at this point, we we had no recollection that she even knew he was coming over. Right. I'm like, but that's, that's a very awkward text to send yeah. to somebody. And my <laughs> ex just texting talking about come outside. Why I'm are not, you outside I mean, my house? <laughs> right. Can right. I get some context, please? Yeah, but she knew he was coming up. They came out, talked. Um, he pretty much told her, keep your freaking name, keep my name out your mouth. I like this girl. You're not going to mess up my new thing because you was old thing. 
Yeah, in his Lawrence way. That's what he said, pretty much. And Issa like, oh. said okay. Right, pretty much. I mean, like she said, I like Condola too. And and I think that that kind of like, you know, cool. We're all fine. We're all great. It's cool here. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so yeah. So Issa, then like the next day, was going to a schoolboy Q concert to try to get him as the headliner of her thing. Condola was meeting her there. And this is where I feel like things are about to start getting messy. Because then Issa realizes, oh, shit, do I need to mention that I saw Lawrence or not? Right. So she calls Lawrence and was like, hey, so do I need to kill Condola that we talked or whatever? He was like, nah, there's no need to mention it. And that right there is where I think the mess is going to start. I feel like it's going to start yeah, spiraling yeah, that's, out of that. That's definitely going to that's definitely gonna cause that. Because he, he shouldn't have. If he talked to her, just like they was up front with him, he should have just... Because he would he would have killed whatever drama or whatever that's about to happen right then, so yeah, Lawrence, you got you got to tighten up, bro. <laughs> yeah, this thing, and I think because up until this point it was not messy, and I think that certainly because me personally, I don't even think you needed to meet up with me to tell me that you could have made a phone call, a Facetime, mm-hmm. sent an owl, you could have done a million different things than coming to my house and showing up telling me come outside. That, too, was kind of like, nonetheless. So, everyone's fine. We go on. Mm -hmm. Then we see Molly and Issa. Oh, Condola and Issa at the taco place. Or they had a meeting or whatever. Mm -hmm. They went and had a meeting, and Molly shows up to try to talk to Issa. Oh, yeah. yeah. Issa invited her to stay. They stayed there. Cool. Molly was clearly uncomfortable no molly literally when she was like oh yeah you're about to leave here's your bag like condola ain't even got up from the chair good and he was like no just stay and the whole passing of the menus yeah it's just real awkward so it's real obvious to me that like molly isn't feeling condola but i don't think she's not feeling condola i don't think she's feeling that Issa might have a new friend yeah it's definitely that because molly ain't got nobody else she has Tiffany and... Well, oh, that's yeah, what we but... forgot to point out. Molly also never told Issa that her and Andrew had had sex. Oh, she yeah. had told Tiffany and Kelly. Right, right, and right. And I feel like that also kind of starts showing that, like, something in their relationship already is off. Right. Because neither one of them are really telling. Because even thinking about it, when Issa... I mean, when Lauren showed up at Issa's house, it's not like she called Molly and was like, girl. Because, you know, any other time, she would have been like... Yeah. Lawrence just came by my house and da 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 So right. they're already like keep forming these separate bubbles without mm-hmm. each other in it. So it ends off pretty much with Issa and Molly back on their self-care Sunday shit. They're doing a nice little hike or whatever. Looking at LA and while they're there Molly gets a call and it's Andrew. Andrew pretty much apologizes for spazzing out on her the other night. He said he's gonna try to do a better job. Of working it out, blah blah blah. Mind you, right before this conversation, Molly, I mean Issa told Molly that she gotta she finds something wrong with every guy that she talks to. Yeah. <laughs> because Issa talked about him not opening up or whatever. Right. And um but after she got the phone call, Issa was like, Is everything good? And she was just like, Yeah. So even then Molly well, didn't yeah. open up about She said work stuff. Yeah. If I remember correctly, yeah. And she didn't open up about even, you know, that was Andrew when he fixed everything. Yeah, so Mommy and Molly and Issa, they'll, they'll be done in a few episodes. <laughs> Dang! <laughs> <laughs> Put a fork in them, they're done. Right, I mean, that is what it is. Molly, Molly's not a great friend. I'm really feeling this episode, though, because I think that it, it's very obvious. I'd always said from the beginning that Issa and Molly really seem to be on two different playing fields to me. And, um,. I don't know. We're starting to see that. And I do think sometimes as you grow up and grow older, it's really natural for friendships to also, you know, progress apart sometimes. Right. Um, Hopefully, for the sake of the series, I do hope that they grow and come back together at some point. I mean, But that's not going to be at the end of this season. Yeah, nah, nah. You got to separate them for a minute. Yeah. Because next season, we need to see them both separated. So, I can't wait to see any other predictions coming up for this season. Ah oh, man, um, nah, I ain't got no predictions. <laughs> oh my gosh, what? Um, nah, nah, the predictions is Issa and Molly are gonna stop being friends. I think Issa, I think something big is gonna happen for Issa, like in a good way, to like take her to another level. Um, 
I think I think that I mean she started last year, she quit it last season, she quit a job and all that stuff. So yeah, I think I think that's that trend of her coming back up. Like she was all the way down, there's nowhere to go but up. Mm-hmm. She's I think she's gonna keep going up. Um what else? Andrew and Molly, they're gonna attempt to get together, but Molly's gonna sabotage it somehow. And they're not gonna be together. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think Molly will do better in her job, though. I do. I do think she will actually get that shit together. Um, Tiffany may have the baby by the end of the season. I'm surprised she had the damn baby. Yet. Um, yeah. Her um, Issa and Cadola, they're gonna get close, fall out, and then just be cool by the end of the season. Like not close enough, but they squashed. Whatever little beef they ended up having. I don't think they're going to fall out exactly. I think that Molly's going to put herself in the middle of them. Kind of like what she did with Nathan. You remember when Nathan showed up at the end of last season? Oh, yeah, yeah, with yeah. the flowers and Molly was like, take your ass home. And right. Issa was like, why would you tell him to do that? Yeah. I think it's going to be on something like that. Like something is going to happen. Molly's going to get in the middle. Molly's going to kind of make it messier. Which is going to make Condola and Issa kind of be like, mm. Yeah. For a while, and then they're gonna come back together. Cause I, I definitely see Condola and Issa. I see them like starting some, sparking something together. They work very well together. The chemistry is there. It's obvious. They're a dream team right now. So mm-hmm. I'll see how it goes. And I hope and pray that Lawrence and Issa don't sleep together like everyone's predicting. Because I don't. Uh, I don't. I think, think they're so over that. each other. Well, yeah. I think they're over each other to a sense of they're not gonna sleep together. I feel like yeah, you can't be with somebody for what six years, six yeah, seven yeah, five, years. Yeah, five or six years. And not and just erase, especially when y'all share friend groups. Yeah, you gonna see each other. I mean, they're over each other. They're over the relationship part of them. Yeah, because so so if not, can, I feel like they would have been smashing by now. Yeah, man, it's not whatever. Anyways, y'all let us know, man. Let us know your insecure predictions. Or if there's anything in this that we left out or you feel like we're reading this wrong. I feel or like we were pretty thorough. If you're a Molly stan and you want us to get up off your girl. What? what? They're Molly stans? Somebody somewhere probably is. If people who like NeNe Leaks, they'll like Molly. <laughs> yeah, all right. But yeah, follow us. Team Ryoni, T-E-A-M-R-Y-O-N-N-I. Um, that's on IG, Facebook, Twitter. Um... 1111 podcast. Like, share, subscribe. Yes, and rate. Um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor. And anywhere else you can get your podcast. That is right. So, y'all let us know. Uh, you got anything else to say? Nope. All right. Well, this is your man, Ryan. And this is Ronnie. And this has been another 1111 podcast. Bye.